for the first down and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Roethlisberger looks, crosser, grab, he caught it, fights to the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown Pittsburgh! That might win them the division! And the handoff to Tomlinson, left side, and he will gallop into the end zone! Charger fans are witnesses to history! One, welcome in to the Blitz Podcast. As always, I've already had the whole spiel where we've been off for a few weeks and, you know, there's this thing that happens to people called burnt out uh, where you get a little tired, but I feel rejuvenated now as we head in. I Honestly, surprisingly, I feel rejuvenated heading into finals just because it's, I think my brain's been switched to a work mode, so I'm ready to like dive into everything. So I'm ready to dive into some fucking power rankings. How about you, man? Yeah, I'm ready to go for all of you that, uh, that you know, haven't hit a bet in two weeks or have lost all your fantasy games over the last two weeks and have been looking for analysis. You don't know what to do. You're looking side to side. You can't find any valid information. <laughs> We're back. So, you know, get ready, sit back, and uh, you're going to learn a lot today about what we think of these 32 NFL franchises. Yes, exactly. As we put it right before we entered, we are going to rank some power here today. And this is our, this has been our most popular segment by far in the history of the Blitz podcast so far. Um, and it's not even a debate. Uh, our, our TikTok was pretty hot for a while. That was our hottest thing. But now the power rankings are certified, which we did have power rankings on the TikTok. And that's where it started first. Yeah. So technically, power rankings have always been cooking. But yeah, we haven't done it in two weeks. So there's been a lot of rotation, a lot of shit going on the past two weeks. So these rankings are going to look most different uh, that we've put together. That the most different power rankings that we've put together all year. So I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, let's uh, fucking dive into it, man. All right. So as I mentioned, we've missed the past two weeks. So the rankings rate back to week 10, right? Following week 10, yeah. Or heading into week 10. No, I don't know. Okay. I'll look, I'll get a date. But yeah, so these speak. power ranks are from two weeks ago. A lot of root movement around, but some big things have happened. I mean, the Vikings got their shit slapped by the Cowboys two weeks ago. Uh, the Eagles lost to the Commanders. Um, and then you had shit go on this week. Not too many upsets, but you saw the Ravens go down to Jacksonville. So there's a lot of movement to be done on the power rankings this week. So... Uh, let me recap it for the audio listeners, and if you want to follow along, look at our last Power Rankings post. Uh, but we've got, in the first tier, Chiefs, Eagles, Vikings, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, 49ers, and Titans. And then, in tier two, we had the Bengals, Giants, Jets, Cowboys, Seahawks, Bucks, Commanders, and then the Patriots. In tier three, we had the Chargers, Packers, Browns, Cardinals, Colts, Steelers, Bears, and Lions. And then to round it out at tier four, we had the Broncos, Rams, Falcons, Jags, Saints, Panthers, Raiders, and Texans. So also the Raiders have won two games in spectacular fashion since then, so they definitely won't be as low. But yeah, a lot of movement going on. All right. So 
let's start moving some teams around let's start ranking some teams based on power i'm excited let's fucking do it uh so can we agree that the chiefs still belong in one yeah i i got that as well yeah i mean i don't think there's much of a conversation to be had um do you think travis kelsey wins mvp this year i think in my opinion he's my mvp <laughs> no I think it's I think it's Pat. It's pretty pretty fairly in front. It's Patrick Mahomes right now, um, but he's what is definitely putting together like it? a final not a final case, but like a very strong case to be considered the greatest tight end of all time. What is Mahomes without Travis Kelsey this year? What is Travis Kelsey without Patrick Mahomes? You know, you want to play that game. Plus, it's court it's quarterback award. Yeah, it's never. If a wide receiver or like an Aaron Donald type, a tight end will never, ever win it. Ever. Like offensive player of the year, probably still a long shot, even if he does put up fantastic numbers, just because that's usually a running back receiver award. Um, but MVP is like completely out of the conversation. Outside, offensive player of the year? Offensive player of the year, I think he, like Tyreek's still doing, still up there. Um, the running backs have kind of, kind of like subsided. Um, but Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, but I think Kelsey's 100% in that conversation. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Chiefs have won. No debate there. Now we move on to that number two spot. And this is where things really start to get interesting for the first time in a while. Oh, dear. What? Just, you're about to move the Eagles, aren't you? I am about to move the Eagles. Are you moving? Are you not moving the Eagles? I'm not moving the Eagles. They lost to the Commanders at home, my guy. Who we have, or who we had, and I still have, as a Tier 2 team. And I know that it's like the Commanders, so we don't give it a whole lot of credit. But, they, you know, they were there. Yes, but this was a team that was not formidable, like, that not the most formidable team in football. And listen... There were a lot of things in that game that happened for the commanders. There were a to lot win. of things, a lot of things that went both ways because you, yeah, but like the ter the and it's not. I'm not talking about ref stuff. I'm talking like obviously the face mask on the fumble. Yeah, whatever. But a fumble at it, it all is weird. Then they have the one. I think it was like three minutes left. They have the deep shot. They're at the twenty, and Quez Watkins just drops the ball, like in how Deshaun Jackson did it a couple of years ago against the Chiefs when he maybe could have ran in for a touchdown. Just has the ball popped out from behind him. I didn't come out of that game being like, "Oh man, the Eagles. Oh man, the Eagles are in trouble." Like I, I saw like a tweet that was like, you know. Wow, Commanders just put on tape how to beat the Eagles, make them double their turnover differential for or their turnover number for the year, and get a couple questionable calls. There was, but any of those calls could be traced back to bad calls on the Commanders side. Um, everybody wanted to look at it through the Eagles' lens just because they were the best team in football prior to that. Um, but like that pass interference call on uh, St. Juice, or it might have been Forrest. I think it was St. Juice though. Was horrific. Uh, that was terrible. Um, that put them right up against the goal line, and then they scored. Uh, there were multiple. Uh, you could trace most, and it's two weeks ago now, so forgive my memory. But I, yeah, I know that's the that's the t is like yeah, I remember what happened last week, but I also don't remember like I don't take it into account because I'm so used to doing this week by week, where like we've already moved, we've 
already accounted for what happened in week 11, and we're just doing both weeks. So it's a little weird. Um, who do you got it to, then, if you're replacing the Eagles? Well, it's somebody who uh, who have been playing well in the past two weeks. They did have a bye uh, last week, but then they take care of business this week. And I think it's a Dolphins, dude. I think you have to move the Dolphins at two. It's hard. I know it's crazy to think about, but... I mean, this offense is fucking rolling right now. They're so confident. Mike McDaniel has his guys cooking. The defense looks phenomenal. They beat the fucking Bills. Like, it's it's shaping up Dude, to be Dolphins season. they beat the Bills seasons. in September. They beat the Bills in September. Slowly. Yeah. Okay. When it was probably the, the hardest Dolphins, to beat the Bills. The Dolphins, I have it four. Hmm. Because in two weeks, they have... One, they have essentially had two bye weeks. They have not played, and then they played the Texans. I I have no reason that I would be like, oh yeah, Dolphins need to move up a couple spots here. Like, I, I still feel better about the Eagles. I know the run defense problem is like a legit thing. Like, if there is one concern that I'm picking out from Philly from that Washington game, it's that their run D was a little susceptible. But Jordan Davis just got the 21-day window opened up, so he'll be back. You also have Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue coming in there to reinforce that as well. Um, they really dominated a Packers team. I know it ended up being a touchdown game, but they, you know, put it together. The Packers put together a late drive or two to make that a lot closer than it really was. I mean, they dominate. They had like 300 rushing yards in that game. If it weren't for two uh, Aaron Rodgers picks, the Packers would win that game. Uh, the Packers self-inflicted a loss upon uh, themselves. They were going to win, man. They were going to win if they didn't. Because they were down two touchdowns to start the game. 14-0. So, like, basically you didn't have a shot after that. And it was because of the Rodgers interception on the first drive. So... Like, I mean, they barely beat the Packers at home, and they lost to the Commanders the week prior. You look at the teams close to up to here. I mean, the Dolphins took care of business this week. Um, and then the Bills. Yeah, again. The Bills. Okay. weeks. The Bills almost lost to the Lions at Ford Field. There's literally a picture of Josh no, Allen I, I, and Diggs hugging. It's like, I mean, I'm just looking the Bills, at the teams around. I, I'm not putting the Bills in. I've, I've got the Bills at five. So... I, I don't really have a problem with having the Bills below the Dolphins. Um, but I think the, at the very – where do you have the Eagles then? I have hmm, – you're not going to like it. I have the Eagles at five. See, now that's insane because they've lost one game all year. Yeah. To have them at five is kind of insane. Back-to-back -back weeks, though. And then also in week 11, I mean, they played the Colts really close, man. Wait, wait. Hold on. So you're the right. Commanders lost three weeks, uh, three weeks ago. So they've had. Okay, so we already adjusted for them losing to Washington. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they were at two after beating after losing to Washington, and then they've won two games and we're moving them down to five. They all they almost lost to Jeff Saturday. They won by one point, and I know I flimsily throw around this close game thing, and I know I do that, yeah. but one point. Is a fucking close game, mate. And uh, I agree. Yeah. So the, Col the Colts gave them, you know, the Colts gave them a good game, and they shouldn't have. It's Jeff Saturday's I second week. Still of coaching. feel better about like if the Eagles play the Dolphins, I think the Eagles are favored. <clears throat> oh, now you've got Jordan Davis out. Like I know they opened up the twenty-one no, day he's window. He's coming back though. He's been out for Eventually. like a month. He's coming back. Yeah. 
I can't. Hmm. I will will move because, okay, so I had the Cowboys at three in front of the Dolphins. I would be willing to move the Dolphins up to three, but I can't move them in front of the Eagles when, since we last did power rankings, the Dolphins were at four. They've had a bye week, and then they played the worst team in football and beat them as they should. I can't move them up over a team that has one loss on the year, and again, that game was... Had a lot of stuff going on for both sides. Okay. All right. God. So I guess we're keeping the Eagles at two. I mean, Jalen Hurts just ran for almost 200, or more than 200 yards and three, three touchdowns. I mean, this team is really good. So, I mean, I can't argue against yeah. it too much. Uh, but we're sliding the Dolphins in right behind the Eagles for sure. The Cowboys mm-hmm. do have a claim to four. I think. Why the hell did we have them at twelve? No, that or was because of the loss to the uh, Packers. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, obviously we saw them kick the shit out of Minnesota, and then um, went on Thanksgiving. This past week, they beat the Giants. Take care of business there. I don't feel as good about Buffalo with what's going on with Josh Allen. Obviously, Deion Dawkins is hurt. Von Miller's hurt. The injuries are starting to pile up for Buffalo, and Josh Allen's play is starting to decline. Like, the turnover-worthy plays are starting to happen a lot more often, which is causing a lot more turnovers, obviously. I'm not as, you know, high on them as I was two months ago or even yeah. a month ago. No, I can get with that, and I do think the Cowboys have, obviously, they're a Tier 1 team now. Uh, you go to Lambeau, you lose to Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' team that played Philly uh, really close just on Sunday Night Football this past week. Um, so, it's hard to win in Lambeau, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm i putting the Cowboys up there. But, where are we putting this 49ers team, man, who have won the past two weeks? Because they definitely have a claim up there as well. I've got... I've got the Niners at six. Um, I would I would like to move them up a little bit higher. Personally, um, they have not had the hard. ugly loss that the Cowboys had against Green Bay. That was an ugly loss, like what the fuck happened kind of loss. And the Niners have gone, what, six weeks since that kind of deal? I mean, so last week. Yeah, they. I think they were – three and four at one point now they're seven and four so they they've gone at least a month or so without losing a game um obviously christian mccaffrey's getting a little bit more acclimated there um so if you look at yeah i mean if we want to move them to four it's just i know records aren't everything but i feel like that's kind of been what's holding them back is the fact that they're so like seven in the past four. three but now that's week kind of, 10 go ahead. uh they beat the chargers on Sunday Night Football, 22-16. Close game. That was a good game. Good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, then this past week, or two weeks ago, they beat uh, the 49ers in Arizona, 38-10. to Handily. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they, beat, they shut out the Saints, which is hard to do, man. They shut out the Saints 13-0 to this past week at home. So I'm, I'm okay. cool with moving them to four. I'm, we can move them to four. If we want to do that. And then I've got Dallas okay. at five and then Buffalo at yeah, six. Yeah, I'm with that. I've, I've got I've got the Dolphins ahead of the Eagles. But and then. Yeah, okay. I think that's a solid tier one so far. But. And then I've got Minnesota after Buffalo. 
So Minnesota's at seven. And then I've got Cincinnati at eight. Yeah, so I originally had Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Bengals. So I have an orientation of that. Um, I think, I don't think the Vikings are. I mean, I know the Patriots are good, but they barely beat them. Barely. On Thanksgiving. And the week before that, they got proved to be a non-contender by the Cowboys. So... Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a big week for them. They've got the Jets this week. Um, if they lose this game, we're going to have some serious conversations about Minnesota. But on the flip side, if they win this game, I'm pretty sure they clinch the NFC North, which is absolutely crazy to say to have happened in week 13 of a 18-week season. Like, that is insane to clinch it six weeks before the season is over. It just speaks to how bad that division is and really how bad the Packers have been this year. Um, I can definitely hear an argument for um in fact, yeah, I'd probably be willing to do that if we want to just make that switch clean and easy. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee was a team that we had in tier one and they lost at home against the Bengals this past week. So I think we gotta give the Bengals their flowers, especially with Jamar Chase coming yeah. back. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Outside and outside of Patrick Mahomes, I think Joe Burrow's been the second second best quarterback or two. Like, he's really been putting together some good performances, obviously, without Jamar Chase as well. He's still being able to perform. You get Joe Mixon back this week as well, in all likelihood, uh, coming back from that concussion. His team's getting hot at the right time again. So, you, know, you never know. Maybe we were – I know we were talking this uh, preseason, like, man, since he might not make the playoffs and all this other stuff, but they're getting hot at the right time again. This offense is scary. You know what else I'm scared of? All the Cincinnati Fans that will crawl out of the woodwork uh, within these next couple of weeks as they make their playoff run down here in Lexington, Kentucky. Can't wait for that. Uh, but yeah, let's round that rounds out our uh, our tier one for sure. And now we move on to tier two. And to lead that tier, I have the Titan. Nice. As do okay. I. All right, they lose to the Bengals this week. A good team. Can't really doubt them for that. But the week before that, they went to Lambeau and beat the Packers handedly, something that the Cowboys, our fifth-ranked overall team, could not do. So this Titans team is still here. It's still legit, for sure. So following them up, I have, and honestly, they should be lower if it weren't for the teams below them. I mean... I've got the Ravens next, but I could hear an argument for the team for teams being ahead of them. I've got the Ravens next as well for pretty much the same reason. Like, you know, maybe they could be up in tier one. Maybe mm. they should be lower, but they keep blowing leads and you can't keep doing that. You want to be successful. You got to win, you know, three or four straight games to win a Super Bowl. And they have not done that this year without blowing a 10 or more points. They have lead. some ugly losses too, dude. Like now, the way the Giants have been playing recently, yeah. like that loss to the Giants looks pretty ugly now. Um, that Panthers game, they were tied 3-3 three to three going into the fourth quarter. For like three, yeah. I mean, like they're not playing very well right now. And 
it, it's been a really up and down season for Lamar in a year where, you know, you'd really want to see some big developments from him in a contract year where, you know, hearing that, you know, you'd be able to be more of a pocket passer. You got to be more accurate. You got to be more decisive with your throw. And so inconsistent from him this year. I know that they haven't had their wide receiver one in Rashad Bateman. They've missed some time from Mark Andrews, but you've got to be able, if you want to be a 50, $60 million, you know, fully guaranteed quarterback you've got to be able to work through that kind of stuff unfortunately yeah no it seems like a lot of Lamar Jackson is trending in the wrong direction right now which is kind of sad uh he seems really pissed off at the press conferences I mean it seemed like I hate to say this but I mean Lamar did it to himself like in the first like three years he was always like yes sir no sir like I like the most formal dude you've ever met at a press conference and it was like oh shit like this guy's awesome and that's kind of what created, like, the love for Lamar originally. And now you see him just, like, kind of fucking off. Yeah. Like, he's not, yeah. It's not, it's not all going his way now. So he's a little, he's a little Yeah, a little like, he, he's basically, like, I saw a clip, and he's just, like, blowing off the questions. Just mumbling through them. And it's, like, Harbaugh, and then he tweeted that after the game. Going at, yeah, I was about to say, going at yeah, people on Twitter. Uncharacteristic. Not a good look. Of Lamar Jackson, but I mean, money stresses all people. Got to understand that, but it's going to mean bad things for the Ravens. So that's why they bumped out of that tier one. Uh, but let's start putting together the rest of this tier two, man. I've got the Jets following the Ravens up. So I've got Tampa there. And I know that, I know, but they also, you know, it's weird because we're coming off of the loss, but they also won. Two weeks ago against a good Seattle team in Germany. Seattle team that and since then has lost I, the Lions. No, they lost they, the they've lost the Lions uh beat the Seahawks in the past few weeks. Hold on. Here, keep talking, sorry. Uh yeah, I've still got I mean, Tampa again, I know I'm Mr. Paper Watcher, but that is a solid predictor of how good a team is. Um and you know, we're talking about one of a, super, a former Super Bowl champion, two years removed from that. A lot of that team's still there, and they're going to walk. They're probably going to win this division, and they're going to walk in against a Giants or a Seattle or a Washington in round one, and they're going to be favored by like four or five points because this is a good football team, and the teams below them, I just don't feel that confident about. I mean, the Jets is an interesting conversation because we don't know when. Mike White's not going to be the quarterback. We don't know if Zach Wilson's going to come back. Obviously, that changes things drastically. I don't think that because Mike White came out and put on a okay performance against a Chicago He threw for like 300 like yards and, and three touchdowns. Yeah, but he, like I think like 150 of that was yak. Like it, It's what Robert Salas said was he made the easy stuff look easy. And props to him for doing that, but... Like, I'm not like White is going to save this Jets franchise because, really, he's not that – he just does – he just makes the easy stuff look easy, like Robert Salah said. He's a Jimmy G and not make the big mistakes. Yeah, but and to a lower level, sure. a, you know – I mean, how much of a lower level, though? Pretty lower level. How much of a lower level? Not really. I mean, he was third on the depth chart to come into the year for a reason behind Zach Wilson, who was proven to be awful, and like a 37-year-old Joe Flacco. For and there's a reason why yards. he ended up 
Yeah. Against the And there's Bengals. a reason why after, you know, one game against the Bengals, he kind of started to fall apart. Once his playmakers aren't making crazy plays like we see with Jimmy G. If he doesn't It have was his rookie Sanders year, by the way. Turn a three Yeah, but he hasn't <laughs> it's Mike White, dude. He's not he's not even getting the attention that Zach Wilson's getting. Because all the all the like rookie development stuff's going towards Zach Wilson. Mike White's just there to you know put a jersey on. Like if you have days where those playmakers aren't making those crazy after the catch plays, the offense is not going to be able to move. And we're we're seeing that running back room start to get injury troubles. James Robinson was a healthy scratch. Uh, Michael Carter gets hurt in like the second quarter. Things I wouldn't they're not slowly starting to fall apart, but again, I'm not going to like give them big props for beating a Bears defense that's like awful. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see your argument, but I wouldn't give them too much props. Uh the week before that too, they lost the Pats. Um, but they have made the quarterback change since then, obviously. This seems seven and four, man. Like I don't think we can just No, I, I agree. But look, I I just don't think that Mike White I agree. I don't think this is sustainable. It wasn't sustainable last year. It lasted two games, and then it ended up falling off, and they made the quarterback change again because Mike White just doesn't do enough to keep a job. Okay. Neither can uh, Jimmy G. It seems like that's why they signed him to a backup quarterback contract and three certified backup. But because I think that Mike White Jimmy G. comparison is actually pretty fucking close. Uh, yeah, but Jimmy G. was like you know, played under Tom Brady, was brought into San Francisco to be the starter for a good reason, because he was like, I think he was a second round pick, um, and was like supposed to, not the savior of the 49ers franchise, but like was signed to be the franchise quarterback in San Francisco, Mike White, for a good reason. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, But I will not put the Jets behind the Buccaneers. There's no shot. This Buccaneers team is five and six. Uh, they they were up by a touchdown and with a minute to go, and they lose that game against the Browns. A Jacoby Brissett led Browns. No thanks. Look, they didn't look good. They did not. They didn't look good this week. But look. But look, <sighs> it's the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. Like yeah. I've been hearing the same fucking exactly, shit. exactly. That is my point. I've been here, okay, but like that at what exactly, point? Exactly. At what point is Tom Brady not Tom Brady anymore? Like I think we're at that point where. At what point is Tom Brady Mike White? That's when he turns like 55, he'll be Mike White. Okay, but the 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 team outside of the quarterback position, the Jets, I feel, are better than the Bucs. Yeah, but honestly, I think it's marginal. Like, that paper watcher over here, that Bucks roster is really good. And so is the Jets. But the quarterback differential and then is astronomical in literally every To way. get them back on track the bucks beat the rams the worst team in by the way the rams are a bottom team three for you for me this week spoiler alert uh but they beat to get to get back on track like they beat the rams by three congrats and then they beat the seahawks and the seahawks have kind of been flailing these past couple weeks i mean they're going to be moved down in our rankings they just lost to the raiders in overtime who we had as the second worst team in football two weeks ago so yeah, I I can't get with it. I for perspective, okay. games that I have in front of the Bucks, I don't even have them in tier two. Dear God, dear God. Oh, it's Washington. It's definitely Washington. 
Oh, it's boy. definitely Washington. It's the team that matches up well against him. If mm. uh, you recall back to that uh, wild card match a few years ago, what was the score of that game, Kane? Hey, who's who won that yeah, game? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then Tom Brady won a Super Bowl like he does every every other year. It seems like, but you're making my point for me. It's not Tom Brady anymore, though. So this isn't the same guy. This is a skeleton. He's not bad. Like he he's not playing bad. Okay. He's really not. Like, <laughs> what if I told you last year that Tom Brady just lost in the final minute of a football game, up by a touchdown to the Cleveland Browns? What if I told Tom you that Brady like five years not playing, ago? Tom Brady's not playing safety, pal. <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't allow David Njoku to catch a ball one-handed in the end zone on a fourth and 12. Yes, okay, all right. But they weren't even up in that game. Like, they should have had a certifiable lead. But, fuck, they surrender one. So, okay, all right, let's stop. Let's stop. Uh, the commanders, though. Okay. Let, me make, let me make my argument, dude. Like, we don't want to move the, the Eagles... Because of the creds that you want to give to Washington. So put your money where your mouth is, man. Respectively, put your money where your mouth is. Now you look at what this commander's team has been doing over the past, like, seven weeks since Taylor Heineke took the helm. Uh, we beat the Falcons in a close game this past week. Took care of business in Houston, 23-10. Took care of business at the link against the Eagles. And I don't know how you can watch that game and be like, the Eagles are not in trouble. Because, like, just, I mean, I watched the entire game, obviously. And 32 to 21 was the final score. Like, right. fuck. Like, that, that's a problem. They, they scored a, on a lateral touchdown with no time left on the clock. The score was right, 26 to right. 21. Yeah, okay. Let's okay, you're right. You're be real right. here. Um, but, yeah, we go to the link. We beat the best team in football. Um, we lose by three to the Vikings at home. Uh, which is not a bad loss for sure. Um, and then we beat the Colts in Indy, and we beat the Packers twenty-three to twenty-one. So that's a hell of a stretch, man. But on the contrary, if you take away the Eagles again, lateral, it's twenty-six to twenty-one in my mind. A lateral touchdown away with no time left Eagles on the clock. Game. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying take okay, not take away the Eagles game, but don't count the Eagles game and what I'm about to say. You guys have not beat a non-Texans team by more than one score all year. That's been the same case that we've been arguing with the Vikings the entire time. Like they win close games I know, and, that's what and they get business done, but I mean, we haven't had those ugly losses yet that the Vikings have had since Taylor Heineke took the helm. So, we haven't really proved that we can't win these close games. Like, we're winning the football games. And also, we're playing at New York this week. We're favored by two and a half. Like, that tells you what Vegas thinks of us. Like, uh, that's a really good spread. I know. So, I have the commanders I behind mean, yeah, the Jets. yeah, you should be favored against the Jets. I have the commanders behind the Jets, personally. But what, what are the teams that you have You're okay. in arena? So I have the oh, I moved the Jets up. I have the Jets at eleven. Then I have the Bucks. Then the Chargers. Then Seattle. Then New England. Then Washington. Chargers will not be in my. They will, they'll be in my tier two, but at the bottom of it, dude. Like these Chargers are not above the command. They they narrowly escaped Arizona, and again, 
I know I threw that team uh, term around pretty loosely. The Commanders have narrowly escaped every win that they've had this year has been a narrow escape. They just the the Commanders just we, narrowly we escaped Atlanta. We would We can win those close games though. The Chargers can't seem to win those close games if it aren't for the choke job. Every game that they're at, six close wins and five close losses. The Cardinals didn't score on their last, and I know, like, it wasn't because of spectacular defensive play to either. Like, they did not score on their final three, four drives in that game. So they just gave the car the Chargers, who also did not score on three of those four drives, I'm pretty sure. So it was three, and it was three and out. It's not like they were driving down the field. The Cardinals went three and out. So we're put, we're bumping them up out of tier three up to tier two in the upper echelons of tier two for beating the cardinals barely well i've got them at like the middle of tier two it's it's they're 13 so they're technically in the lower okay. echelon all right all right that's fair but the commanders are definitely better because we can win football games the chargers seem to barely do it i was gonna say it the other day they have they have they have they have one less win than the commanders they have one less win Okay, but let's let's take a look. Let's take a gander. Play the Raiders this week. That should be fun. They beat the Cardinals by one point thanks to a final drive touchdown. Uh, they lose to the Chiefs by three at home, which was a good game. Uh, they lose to the 49ers. They beat the Falcons in Atlanta. They lose 37-23 to the, the Seahawks. Beat the Broncos. Okay. The fact and of also the matter they're is, they're back healthy. As good as that team is. Yeah, and they're back healthy, but you're you're never going to feel good about Taylor Heineke quarterbacking your team if you're like if we're talking about power rankings. Any given week Taylor Heineke could fucking tank the entire route with like a four pick game. Any given Has week. he though? Cuz he he has I know, he hasn't. Has yet. he ever thrown and a four interception game? He's got multiple four turnover-worthy play games, I'm fairly certain. I'm going to look at that right now. <laughs> Who has but, it? I mean, fair enough, but he doesn't make enough big plays. to. He just scrapes by with the skin of his teeth all the time. I'm sorry. I know, I know you're upset. I, I understand. It hurts to hear. I know. Well, he's never gotten close to throwing four interceptions. I could say that about him. But... I mean, of 50 quarterbacks that have taken a snap this year, Taylor Heineke is, where is he at? Is he not on here? Because he has, has he not played enough snaps? Anyway. I guess he hasn't. What the fuck? God. I don't, I mean, that, that Taylor-Terry combination is something special. It's unguardable right now. Like, I have <laughs> spoiler alert for the episode but i've got him as a dud on my duds list uh headed into fantasy playoffs um but on the other hand this matchup so far has been matchup proof you know so i think teams will start to adjust to that but if they do all right i was talking to tyler last week we probably have or two weeks ago we probably have one of the top five running back committees in the league because Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson are certifiably a committee now, and it's also awesome. no, it's been and it's been really good. That's that's the thing that like if I'm moving the commissions up, that's why because that run game has really gotten working over the last few weeks. But 
I just am not ever and going also, to feel good ranking that team. Well, highly. do you feel good about Chase Young? This guy decided to sit out again this past week, which is unbelievable. But besides the point, he comes back this week. So you add that to a run defense that is top five in the league right now, a front that is playing elite football. You add a Chase Young to that, I think that team belongs right behind it. Whew. Right. Yeah. If we can move the Giants, if we can move the Giants up into the usher echelons when they were winning their games, we can move the Commanders. Up. And I was against yeah. that too. Taylor Heineke of 38 quarterbacks that have played at least 200 snaps this season is 37th not, in PFF. Like more of what Taylor's been doing lately is not losing us the game. Like I know that you said like he's going to throw four interceptions at some point. Like I don't think I think he realizes what his role is now. Like he's I mean he came out during the offseason was like obviously you're not going to bench a guy that's being paid 30 million dollars a year. Like he realizes his role now which is minimal risk taking and Yeah, but that's not him though. Like what he does is I know that I can't do this but Terry McLaurin can, or Curtis Samuel can, I'm going to get them the ball no matter what, if they're in triple coverage or if they're right behind me, I'm going to give them the ball. And sometimes that leads to things like throwing into triple coverage, but the uh, the corner gets knocked down by like, a referee. That was like and Curtis five Samuel falls weeks ago, man. Like, that was three weeks ago. I know it's time. Time perception is weird. Right well, we've now, won three but... games in a row since then. Ow, buddy, buddy old friend. I know, so that's why I've, that's why I've given up, because it's hard to argue a Commanders fan about how uh, unserious the yeah. Commanders okay. are. And if they lose coming week against the Giants, back to this. and have a conversation. Back to the yeah. story. Okay. All right. Um, but you had, what, what's your argument for, I'm not putting the Bucks next. I would put, I can hear a conversation for the Chargers, and I've got the Pats being in that territory as well they beat the jets okay weeks ago. i could definitely hear that because look i i mean that bucks team that was like building momentum quote unquote was all halted last week it looked like the same bucks that we saw for the first month or two of the season last week it was not good again so i guess 15 so it would be commanders chargers pats bucks or seahawks yeah, I guess that's fine. Side. We, I'd be willing to put the Patriots ahead of the Chargers, but with everybody coming back healthy for the Chargers, these are power ranked. So I'll slide them ahead of England, but it's close. The New England's been playing. All right, to finish out this tier, uh, the Giants right there, yeah. But I've got the Giants at 17. I've got them in top of tier Oh. Three. Okay. They haven't won in what two or three weeks now. Feels yeah, they like. had a buy in between them. So, I mean, this no, was they had this a buy in week nine. They haven't. They haven't oh, did had. They? Yeah, they've been. Uh, I mean, they, they lost, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Lions, beat the Texans, lost to the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, it's been a rough couple weeks for them. And I mean, that... like you said, they're two and a half point dogs at home to the Commanders. They were in that game with the Cowboys. 
Like I, but. yeah, I mean, but you also you got to think losing Wandale Robinson. Now you're like running out. I I literally cannot name a receiver on their team not named Kenny Galladay that's like healthy and actively Very playing. So, oh Od- now Odell King changes a little bit. Like it, it doesn't like move the needle for them as much as it does for like Dallas, just because it matters much more for Dallas. But like Odell would, Odell would take up more targets and you know mean a lot more for their offense than he would in Dallas just it it's more impactful in Dallas because Dallas has a meaningful season currently going the only that's rude I didn't but the subtle fucking body bag (laughs) um the the team that I would put ahead of the Giants to round out this year or no okay so guess I'll seed on put it I can't I, I don't think I'm going to put the Bucks. Yeah, are you... I think we can Why? put them at the top of Tier 3. I I can't. I think they just beat... Okay, they just beat Seattle. Who then lost again this past week. Yeah. So yeah, they're definitely in front of Seattle. And I think Seattle's in, in front of New York. And I definitely think Tampa's in front of New York. Because like I said, if Tampa plays the Giants... If the, again, their favorite hypothetical. If playoffs are tomorrow, and... Tampa played the Giants, which I'm pretty sure is how that would shape out. Tampa's like four or five point favorites. Yeah. Might be touchdown favorites because they're at home. I mean, I got to play a roster watching game when I'm doing a podcast with you sometime. I'm cool with that. Oh, if we were playing roster watching, Commanders would be be sitting right between the Colts and the Steelers. Hey, on Mr. Paper, on paper, we have one of the best. We've had one of the best defense in on paper and which is why last year was such a fucking miserable embarrassment well, they just, of a product they have this like roller coaster of like they have low expectations they go over them then they have high expectations they go under them and then this year they've had low expectations again and they're going over that they just can't seem to either meet the high expectations or just bottom out they're just constantly right in the middle the, the troubles and quarrels of a left hand up. Uh, right. <laughs> go ahead. Then we've got to have a very interesting conversation about Cleveland because they're coming off a win and is back this week. So yes. Predator is back. And I do have the Browns I, up towards the top of tier three. But I've got them at 18. I th- I've got the Browns at 17. Okay, that's fine. I was going to move them in front of the Giants. But anyway. I do have a team in front of them that we haven't talked about yet. And it's a team that... So in Tier yeah. 2? Or, no, no, no. In uh, Behind the Giants. Yeah. You see. So if the Browns are at 17, a team in front of them would be 16, well, which is in Tier originally, 2. Well, originally, like, looking at my rankings that I put together, I had the Browns at 17. Leading off okay. tier three. But I had the Giants ahead of them, so that's fair. But the team that I also had ahead of them, and I had in tier two originally, um, thinking on it now, like you said, there's been so much parity, it's hard to rank. But this Lions team seems to be really heating up. Dan Campbell has his boys playing for him. This is one of the most exciting, one of the most exciting stories in football i guess like i really want to root for the lions to win and dude they've been on a haul like on thanksgiving 
at home, they almost beat the fucking Bills, man. Like, the Bills were completely healthy. There is no excuse why they shouldn't have smacked the dog shit out of the Lions. And they couldn't because the Lions are actually starting to play good football now. And before that game against the Bills, in which they lost by only three points, and there was the big meme with uh, Josh Allen hugging Stephon Diggs because they barely escaped that one. Uh, but before that, they beat the Giants handedly 31-18. They beat the Bears 31-10. In Chicago, that's two road games. 30, 30 31 to 30. 30. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but then the, at home, they beat the Packers. And they only lo- before that, they only lose by four to the Dolphins. So I think we really got to start to consider putting the Lions up there, man. Okay. So of teams that I have currently in front of the Lions, oddly enough, I've got five teams in front of the Lions just in this tier. And the team that I probably feel most confident about the Lions going in front of is the Giants, but I can't do that because they won a couple games earlier this year. I've got the front of the Lions. I've got the Packers in front of the Lions, the Jags in front of the Lions, and I've got Vegas in front of the Lions. God. Vegas is doing the same thing that Detroit is right now. They've got the same record, and I feel better about what, I mean, they go out and beat Seattle. Josh Jacobs a lot is running. of toxicity out Man. there. A lot of injuries also. Who though? I mean, you got the offensive line Renfro, has been bad. Renfro. Cars there. Waller. Waller and Renfro. But they're coming back, aren't they? They they were put on IR like what feels like close to a month ago now. I mean, at least one of them's got to be getting ready to come back. I'll check on Waller because obviously, you know, he feels more impactful, especially with Mac Hollins, like actually being serviceable if you get darren waller back in there we got any news on him may not be ready for week 14 so that's two weeks from now but they're on a roll right now so yeah okay so i'd put them in front of detroit jacksonville I can't do that you know just gets a huge win uh, why get a huge win against baltimore i think they've yeah, got the same record the same record i think that they? speaks more to how bad and how declining the Ravens are right now than it does speak Jags success at all. Like, okay, take a look. I mean, they won Justin uh, Justin Tucker. If he's literally a yard closer to that field goal, like he's nailing it and it's not a debate, uh, but they do lose or the, Jag, uh, the Jags do win by one uh, at home against the Ravens. Yeah, but the... But, that- that may be true. I think that was just like moronic uh, special teaming there because why would you swib kick it to the point where they can return it to the 40-yard line? They got to get one play for the biggest kicker of all time to get in field goal range. Seeing that the 48-yard line was the target line was like insa- – like that felt like a fever dream to look at because that shouldn't be real. But we've wanted to see. That was the play that we've needed to see from Trevor Lawrence since he came into the league that we haven't seen yet was like, okay – I need to win this game. And he drove them right down the field, got the touchdown that is certainly of question, and then goes gets two point, puts him up. I mean, okay, that's the best I felt about Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, obviously, you know, beating a good team like that. You know, they looked pretty good. They did look really good. And the way that uh, Trevor Lawrence, it's it, it was nothing short of heroic what he did at the end of that. I mean, he was acting like a storybook quarterback which is something that we really haven't seen out of trevor lawrence especially in the clutch moments 
Um, well, he hasn't been because he's in Jacksonville, but I digress. Um, but since October 9th, man, the Texans, and okay, that was over a month ago, I understand, but the Jags lost to the Texans at home, put up only six points. Then they go to Indy before uh, the uh, coaching change, and they lose to the Colts, and they allow the Colts to put up 34 points, which is no excuse for that. And then at home, they lose to the Giants, 23-17. And then they go to London, and they lose to Denver. So this was a terrible, terrible stretch. And then they beat the Raiders, who, according to these power rankings, are the second-worst team in football. Um, and then they lose to the Chiefs. Okay, everybody's... And then they had the good the win this week against the Raiders. But we're forgetting how bad... Yeah, we want to go... We want to go back to October 9th. I mean, the Lions got shit walked by the Patriots 29 to 0. Lions lost 24 to 6 to the Cowboys. If we're, if we're going back to October 9th. <laughs> okay, if we're going back to like <laughs> the, what the Lions have done in the past month I mean, is so I'll much back, better. I'll go back the next year Lions what the Lions have done in the past month is like crazy fucking better. I know, but you brought it back 2 months. You brought it back 2 months. Dude, what the the Jacksonville Jaguars haven't done anything like okay. They've done once what the Lions have done the past four weeks, basically. Okay. Well, let, let's let's actually think about this. The Lions beat the Packers, who we have in Tier 3. The Lions beat the Bears, who I have as a bottom four team. And the Lions beat the Giants, who, yeah, they're Tier 3. But like I just said, I'd feel good about putting the Lions in front of the Giants, despite their record. And then they almost beat the Bills. What What, what is the accomplishment? Where is the big accomplishment from the Lions over the last month? They're 3-1. Three and, they're three and, one, and Props to them, but that's probably the easiest stretch of their schedule. Jacksonville right there. has two wins out of the past. Okay, the Lions have one more win. The one, I mean, the they haven't played any team like the Chiefs. The Lions have not played any team like the Chiefs. Okay. I mean, if you plug the fucking Bears in for the Chiefs, I'm sure the Jags are 3-1 and too. I loved, I did, like, you're talking, you're talking to the wrong guy, because, like, I did, I do, I've been speaking up for the Jags during these power rankings, usually, but, also, Jamison Williams coming back for the Lions, also, they weren't even, that, that I'm excited about, I do think they're gonna, like, kind of put him on a pretty, uh, for the next couple weeks, but did pick him up in fantasy this week, slapped him in my IR spot, he's gonna stay there until he gets activated, don't really know what I'm going to do once he gets activated because I maxed out all my roster spots. But I, I think that's exciting for them. And like I said, dude, I... Okuda was injured better. too? Of, had... of those five teams that I listed, I'd rather put the Giants behind the Lions than any of them. Well, let's stop talking about it. Do it. Okay. I think Cleveland with Sean Watson back is definitely better than Detroit. Definitely better than Detroit. They just beat the Bucks at home. And, okay. All right. I can get with that. Okay. Uh, Green Bay. I could definitely hear an argument here, but it feels better. Um, but with Rodgers, you know, might go down here. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, if Jordan loves the quarterback, as much as I thought he looked phenomenal for those nine dropbacks, I could definitely hear you moving them behind Detroit. Yeah. So the we'll Lions beat the Packers too. So. Uh, Ve Vegas, Vegas for sure. I think Vegas might actually. I've 
probably just talk myself into bumping Vegas up to 18, and then we're right back to the Jacksonville-Detroit debate. Vegas has the same record. They've had more impressive wins over the last couple weeks, and I think they... Uh, mm. for watcher. Okay. You know what? You know what? Lion. Okay. So lot Brown 17. You've done an okay. excellent job here. Then Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I've got Jackson. I, I didn't. We've got Jacksonville, Green Bay, and New York. What order are we putting those three in? I think that's the next three, just in some order. Hmm. That. The Packers, despite the loss, did look pretty fucking good against. And like I said, if it weren't for that Aaron Rodgers pick in the first, there's a really solid chance. So we're putting them above Jacksonville. So then we're talking Jacksonville and the New York Giants. Yeah. Hmm. God, this is the fucking. Uh. I think the Giants are going to lose this week. I think they will. And the Jags, who they play? Jags yep. play the Lions. Well, I think I think yeah. that settles it. Jags play the so the Giants are at twenty-two. Where did we have them at? I'm I'm fairly certain they were in tier two before. They were eleventh. God, in our last power. Dude, post. they're seven and five. Can we, can this we really is where they should this? be, though. I mean, look at they have no receivers. Wondell being been, out. Been completely ineffective. Wondell being out. They, Saquon has been completely ineffective. And no receivers, no running game. You're asking Daniel Jones to be what Aaron Rodgers has been this has failed to be this season. And the defense has all this entire season has been average to above average pretty much the entire way. They've got wins, cool, but they're gonna be seven point dogs against the five and six bucks in the playoffs. I mean, if they're already I could see that spread going up too. If they're already two and a half at home, they're like plus two and a half at home against us. That's fucking crazy. That tells you what Vegas thinks about the Giants as well. So, yeah. All right. Cool. I'm with the Jags in front of the Giants. So then after that, we've got Arizona. We rolling with Arizona. I think I'm keeping Arizona there. I've got Arizona, Pittsburgh. Um, Indy, Atlanta. Okay. To round out tier three, I'm definitely with Arizona coming next, especially with, I mean, even though they lost, they did look fucking good with Hollywood and D-Hop and James Conner and Kyler Murray. Like, this looks like the number two offense in the NFL. I wouldn't go that far, but... They look like they look like one of the offenses yeah, out look, there. They looked a lot better with all getting all their boys back. <laughs> they were the they were the number two offense in that <laughs> game. I'll tell you that much. Ouch. Okay, um, yeah, I've got the Cardinals next. Um, I've got the Falcons. And I'm probably gonna go Pittsburgh. I'd put Pittsburgh in front of Atlanta. Hmm. I think I I know that I was at the game, so maybe I like saw some that Pittsburgh Cincy game fellows the entire way. Like it was I know it ended up being a two one score. It was a two score until we scored with like a minute left. But that game felt really close the entire way. I agree. I don't know why. I feel like I'm the only one. I with agree. That and this team is really starting to pick it up the second part of the year. I mean, I was just talking about mm-hmm. it. And guess what? We've got Atlanta this week. 
And I was just talking about it. I've got uh, George Pickens as my stud, one of my stud wide receivers for the fantasy playoffs um, because I think that'll really continue to click. I mean, he made one of the best wide receivers. He made... He made it look easier than I think I've seen a wide receiver make an adjustment on a ball that I've ever seen. Like that, he made it look like it was a video game. Like, okay, all I need to do is just slightly get off, put out two hands, put the two feet down, boom, boom. Like I was like, that's fucking Madden right there. It was insane. Um, yeah, I mean, the Falcons just lost to us and they didn't look great. So yeah, okay. All right. Let's put uh, the Steelers to round out Tier 3, man. How does it feel to have your team escape Tier 4? <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, I kind of wish that we were like 32nd, but hey, you know, Mike Tomlin, we're never going to lose, so hooray. I had... we went, we, we, our draft position, if we lost, I believe we would have been 5th, but we won and now we're 12th, so that... Sucks. Come close. Can't hear you. You gotta come oh. close. Can't can't be all laid back being all, all yeah, Joe Cool right, back there. Right. Didn't work. Well, Joe Cool just moved the Giants ahead of the Jags because it if oh, oh. It, it people we're gonna get so much flack. We're gonna get so much flack. Exactly. So what? Tyler, Tyler put Mac Jones in the MVP conversation last year, and we just let that. Is ETN slide. healthy? He, I think there's like questions of if he's going to play this week or not. That isn't that great. There's questions, but they said he was medically cleared. He just didn't finish the game, so they rested him really for no reason. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to keep it like that, and you can switch it. I guess. I guess. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, So let's dive into this last tier. Let's try to make it quick. Um, The remaining teams that we have, Colts, Bears, Broncos, Rams, Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Texans. Um, I'll put the Colts up there leading the pack. Um, Despite, I mean, if they don't terribly manage the clock they have a solid chance of winning or sending it to overtime at least i, I believe it was in send it to overtime yeah but um yeah but yeah if it weren't for terrible clock management this team they finally figured out that hey if we give jonathan taylor and i also have them at 25th i just want to point out the fact that they did not complete a pass till seven minutes left in the second quarter yeah like they did not complete a pass for 22 minutes of game time. That's why I am no longer a Michael Pittman owner. That he's a scary, scary situation. He got like eight targets with zero catches. Scary investment. Um, but okay. So I've got the Colts. I'll put the Falcons behind them because I wanted to put the Falcons up three. Um, then okay. I've got. Okay, but I'll just give it to you. Bears, Panthers, Broncos, Saints, Rams, Texans. Panthers, Broncos, Saints, Rams, Texans. So I've got Saints, Panthers, Bears, Broncos, Rams, Texans. So bad. 
Yeah, and I guess mm-hmm. Carolina. Carolina has been a lot better. I just I okay, so I'll put Carolina in front of New Orleans. I don't think Chicago needs to be in front of New Orleans though, because I don't really think Justin Fields is going to be this year. Really? And for Simeon, I, I mean, what reason do they have to play him? They've their offensive line sucks. His shoulders hurt. They have they have done what you needed to do this season. It's not like the Jets with Zach Wilson where you're like, okay, well, we need to bring him back because we need to know if this is our guy. I think the Braves have pretty much figured out that they're not drafting a quarterback this year regardless of where they're picking. Why risk having him come back in and make you rethink that decision, whether it be through injury or bad play or whatever? Just sit him out, try and, try and solidify that second pick. Solidify that second pick. Some team will give you a fucking haul to get up there to get Stroud. And if, I mean, Trevor Simeon slash Nathan Peterman 100% are going to give you a shot to do that. Yeah, like, I I get it. If Justin Fields isn't starting for the rest of the year, for sure they belong in the bottom. Uh, but we don't know that for sure yet. Yeah, but, I mean, reports are indicating that he's not going to be back this week either. But this team with Justin and, Fields I mean, is fair, not the worst. He, even with Justin Fields, like since Justin Fields broke out, he yeah, they hadn't won a game. Like they they were just being really exciting, but losing. Yeah, two bad teams. But it's like you. it it's not terrible teams. They're fine. It's not terrible teams. Let me blue. look because they. I mean, I can't remember the last time that fans the have been getting was fucked. The first game that come to my mind. Like they had played so many close games. Like, okay, they lost to the Jets this past week uh, pretty handedly. Um, but then in Atlanta the week before, they lost by three to the Falcons. They lost by one at mm-hmm. Tier yeah, four team. They lost by one at home to the Lions. Uh, Tier they three lost team. by three at home to the Dolphins. Uh, they beat the Patriots yeah. earlier but- this year. And they lost by only seven points to the Vikings. So, yeah, but you also got a pretty sure right up until the Dolphins game, they had Roquan Smith mm-hmm. and Robert Quinn, and they're easily their two best defensive players. You also got, I think, Eddie Jackson done for the year with a, I believe it was a broken foot, uh, and that's their next best defensive player. So now you're down to, I believe, Jalen Johnson and Quan, some other players that Quan I don't Brisker, know. Brisker, rounder, second rounder, uh, I feel like both of them is are Brisker hurt. and Kyler Gordon hurt right now. I, I feel like I heard that. Maybe not, but I don't think I can. I, not until it's certifiable that Justin Fields isn't playing for the rest of the year. Like if he was, it once he's declared out for a significant amount of time, I'm comfortable moving the Bears back. Um, but I can't right. Uh, but the Panthers probably okay. do belong in front of them what they've been doing these past few weeks and they're heading into Dubai this week too so they get to be riding high um all right so that leaves us with these bottom four teams i'm cool with the saints being ahead of the bunch dude uh-huh and broncos rams texans that's yeah. it for me bryce perkins is like 80 percent of the world could be bryce perkins i feel like watching that game uh there's no doubt in my mind that i could be bryce perkins dude Case the Rams. Like, when is the last time this where a Super Bowl team? Oh, yes. when is the last time 
When? Tell me when. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the last time. Like, this Rams team has to be a case study, man. Like, when is the last time that a former Super Bowl team fell so far from grace? Like, holy fuck. Look, this is what this is what happened. You say, all right, we're going to trade all of our draft picks, and we're going to go stars and scrubs. Two things, like, those are two different, philo- not two different philosophies, but two things that are like, ooh, there's a lot of variance with that. Like, if you trade all your draft picks for players, even when you've got a well-rounded roster, you're like, shit, well, a couple years from now, you know, those players get old, those players get hurt, those players leave, kind of screwed. Also, you go stars and scrubs, you know, one player gets hurt on your offense. You, you've got six players on that team, five, really. You got Stafford, Cooper Cup, Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Three of those guys are hurt. Two of them are on IR. Stafford's battling injuries. And they're like, screwed. They're fucked. And, I mean, they were 18 and a half point dogs. I know it's the Chiefs, but 18 point dogs? I don't care who it is. 18 points. That's what happens when you lose two or three players. And granted, quarter receiver, it's, those are two pretty important decisions. Also, Allen Robinson, done for the year as well. This team sucks. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, man, they need to blow it up this offseason. It's got all, everybody's got to go. I think McVay's going to get an offer from one of the TV companies. <sighs> Aaron Donald's going to either retire, get traded, and then after that, it's a fucking fire sale. You can get top value for these big players, and then everybody else just let them walk and completely fucking clean house with this roster. You got your Super Bowl, so the picks moves were worth it. It reminds me a lot of Toronto a few years ago where, like, you know what? Kawhi left after one year, but you won a championship. That's what you set out to do. It's worth it, but having to clean that up is going to be a mess. I mean, I'm just thinking about what they do. Like, uh, where does Stafford you, you go? Trade, you trade the superstars. Uh, that was tough. One of the spots that I thought of was Washington. I think that's, like, not the worst idea in the world. You guys are probably out of consideration to get a rookie quarterback now. A full season of Taylor Heineke would be like the, it. like, most mentally tolling thing that you'll probably ever experience. Mm. And this, this season of Matt Stafford would be more mentally tolling by far. Dude, I promise. I so two weeks when they played the Eagles, I think I was playing the Eagles defense and like, I yeah, I was playing the Eagles defense. And if I lost that game, I was pretty much out of the playoff picture. Every fucking throw he makes looks like it's gonna be like a punt return catch pick. <laughs> like everything just coming out of his hand is like, oh my god. I don't know how you do that on a week-to-week. I'd want to kill myself. That just, like, seems like the most mentally exhausting quarterback to watch play and have to root for every week. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. I have to give you your props. But the other one that I think is really another interesting thought, and this obviously depends on how the draft order shakes up, but Detroit. What if he goes back to De- – what if he gets traded back to Detroit because they might not have – that spot to get Stroud or Young, and they might not feel totally comfortable like picking a project with Levis because this team might be ready to win now. Get Stafford. He's obviously familiar with the organization, but this is a new GM, new coach, so you don't have like the bad memories of Detroit. Um, there was I don't think there was any bad blood with the city of Detroit when he left. So it's not crazy to say that he could just end up back there. And they've got the picks to go get him. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like two firsts like it was when he got traded a few. But like that high second that I'm pretty sure they have, you know, that might be able to get the job done. Yeah. Also something, he might just retire. 
I mean, he's had all that's these. A, yeah, that's another possibility as well. And that's like because I've been like thinking about this really intensively about like how to. Yeah, just, I was like, gonna say, don't use up all your content that you're gonna. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but like everybody, everybody retiring is like a doomsday scenario because obviously you get other than McVeigh because if McVeigh retires or goes to TV, it's kind of the Sean Payton situation where you still hold his rights and if he wants to come back, he's got to come back with you or somebody's got to trade for him. And that's like, oh my God, we've we've already got our new coach, but. We have two first round picks in our back pocket because Sean McVay wants to go coach again. Like that would be phenomenal. But like Aaron Donald's talked about retirement. You you know, that's a doomsday scenario if people just start retiring left yeah, and right. And I could definitely see it. I mean, he's been banged up with the concussions uh these past few weeks and I, his wife has been public about how she obviously doesn't enjoy that. Imagine any spouse doesn't enjoy that. Um, but yeah. Can't uh but also like I mean Cooper Cup could pull a Barry Sanders and retire. Like, I mean, after uh, after Stafford leaves, he might just be. Patrick Mahomes could pull a Barry Sanders. And well, retire. I'm saying like if he if Stafford's not his quarterback anymore, he's gonna be like, well, fuck this. I'm not going back to a Jared Goff. Yeah. Esque. I'm not. I'm not going yeah, back to Bryce exactly. Perkins. Like he's not gonna do. That. So, I mean, it'll it'll be an interesting offseason to watch for sure. A little bit of a sneak peek preview for uh, some of the some of the possible content that may be coming out in the near future, all hush hush. Uh but yeah, that does it for our uh power rankings as we return to the segment after taking a couple weeks off. Uh let me read it off to you for your audio listeners. And tier 1, we have the Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, Niners, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals, and the Vikings at number eight. And then in tier two, starting out at nine, we have the Titans, Ravens, Jets, Commanders, Chargers, Patriots, Bucks, and Seahawks. Uh, Diving into tier three, we have the Browns, Lions, Raiders, Packers, Giants, Jags, Cardinals, and Steelers. Love to see that both of our teams, after starting the year in the gutter, have both made it out. Let's go. Uh, and then in Tier 4, we have the Colts, Falcons, Panthers, who have made it out of the bottom three, Bears, Saints, Broncos, Rams, and the Texans. The Texans will not move. They just... I guess Davis Mills isn't the guy anymore. I... I was about to say, I can see almost no scenario where the Texans move mm-hmm. out of the there's spot no, this year. Uh, there's not even a point at having a conversation about it. Uh, like, Dave Smills got benched because of his yeah. talent. Like, right? Like, it's it wasn't an injury. Well, I think they just, like, going to try to win games. And, like, you've got to lean into variance with a team like this. Like, you can't just have Davis Mills go out there and be conservative because you're going to lose by 30. Like, you've got to go take shots, and, like, that's what Kyle <laughs> Allen is, but, like, Kyle yeah. Allen's not a good quarterback. So I feel like it'll be much – it's it's much easier to just tell Davis Mills to be more aggressive than it is to tell Kyle Allen to be good. So I don't really understand. And I guess that is pretty much – 100% says that they're going to take a quarterback this year unless they really want to risk it, take Will Anderson, and then pray for Caleb yeah. Williams next year. Well, they get their uh, reunion game against uh, Deshaun Watson. This week, so that'll be yeah. fun to watch, dude. I think they, I think they might cover the spread. That's that's about as that's about <laughs> as strong as I can be with the 
Dude, dude, I think I, I think, think this is the week. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Let's go, man. All right. Well, <laughs> barely. Okay. Well, with that, we'll uh we'll end the power ranking segment this week. Uh, we'll catch you guys later on this week with a preview episode and possibly some new shit going on. So it's been good to be returned back to our power rankings. We'll have these out tomorrow till the podcast episode later this week. Take it easy, guys. Peace.